this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. If you have not liked, subscribed, rated the podcast, all that kind of sort of stuff, do me a favor and just pause and do that right now. If you've got a, a few free minutes, a little bit of time on your hands, maybe you're sitting in the airport waiting to catch another plane. Maybe you got a little bit of downtime at work. Maybe you're just hanging out. Just don't, don't do that if you're in the car. I, I guess I need to say just wait until you, you know, you pull over and uh, yeah, leave us five stars. It helps a ton. A, a written review helps an absolute ton. Just subscribing to the podcast sharing it with your friends, your families, your frenemies, and same thing for the latest book, 10 Ideas to Make Safety Suck Less. And not just that one, all the other ones like Safety Sucks, the bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about, Safety Sucks, the manifesto, WTFRM, all, all the kind of stuff that I've written and thrown out there. Those ratings, those reviews, those shares, again, it quite literally keeps the lights on here at the podcast. And uh, to wrap up kind of the little announcements section here. Let me say that I'm booking out my calendar for next year. Space is getting really, really, really tight, really, really limited. I have like no time left for the remainder of this year. I'm squeezing some stuff in, but you know, your boy here has to stop and uh, take a little bit of holiday time. And that's kind of what I did over the past couple of weeks. If you are a pretty consistent listener to the podcast here, you probably noticed that I didn't release an episode for the past couple of weeks. And that's for a couple of uh, really, 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 really good reasons. Uh, the first being is that it's been Thanksgiving here in the U.S. So I took some time off to celebrate that with Jarrell and Avery and some family and friends. And we just had an absolute blast. And uh, second, second to that, but barely, is it's my birthday. So I took some time off to, uh, you know, hang out and do birthday stuff. And again, just spend time with family and friends and all that kind of sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry, not sorry, I guess, that I didn't put out a couple podcasts, but but it was for a good reason. Just just to let you know, just so we're all on the same page, and I, as I always do, I suggest that you make sure that you carve out time while you're out there fighting to change the world for the better, which is a noble and a lot of times really fun and sometimes frustrating thing. You still got to carve out some time just to put all that on pause, to like shut the office door, turn the lights off for a second, and then just go do stuff. Right. That's that's the main stuff. Go do that stuff. And I guess back to the main point of the uh, little announcements section here, other than follow along on all things social media, check out the website, www.thehotnerd.com. If you wanted to, con and to get into contact, there we go, get into contact, send me an email, thehotnerd at gmail.com. You can find a phone number on the website, all that kind of sort of stuff. Super easy to get a hold of. If you want to book some time to chat about uh, anything hop or how I might be able to help you, there's a bunch of calendar links there on the website at thehotnerd.com where you can book some time. We can chat about it. We can figure you're out if I'm the right person to help you, all that kind of sort of stuff. And so that's leading me back to this main point of the announcements here is that I'm filling up my calendar for next year. This year has been absolutely bonkers busy, and that's a good thing. So a huge shout out to all the folks out there that have had me out to help you both virtually and in person. It's been an absolute blast. I look forward to seeing a bunch of you again in this upcoming year. And for any folks out there that are kind of on this journey or starting on this journey, think that I'm the right person to help you again, just the hot nerd at gmail.com, or you can head to the website and set up some of that 
time. And so today I wanted to kind of chat just briefly about a question that I had got in the DMs there on LinkedIn. And so you can do that just FYI, if you've got like a question or you want me to uh, chat about a particular topic or have on a particular guest, send me an email again, the hopner or just slide into the DMs there on LinkedIn. And I, I would love to hear your suggestions. would love to hear your topics. If there's something that maybe you want to come on and chat about, we can definitely make that happen. Or maybe I'll continue to compile these questions and do like some Q and a episodes. Those are always, those are always fun. That's like what, that's a thing podcasters do, right? That podcasters, YouTubers, like those, you know, Q and a, um, we, we might be able to do that. So I, I guess send those over. You can send those over. We could give that a shot. Um, but the, the question was around safety meetings, like required safety meetings within organizations. And you know exactly, exactly what we're talking about, right? It's like that meeting that you got to go to every Thursday or that meeting that you got to go to every Monday morning or some organizations I've been around, they do these things like every single day or it's like after lunch, we buy pizza and we're going to sit down and carve out some time just to talk about safety stuff. And the question was like, do these things suck? <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty much the question. Like, do these things suck? Uh, do they suck? Are they clutter? Are they meaningful? Is there any value to these things? I don't know. Can you help me out? Can we chat about it? And we had a really cool conversation kind of going back and forth and some messages there about that. But let's 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 dissect that a little bit. Let's talk about safety meetings, because surely, surely to God, safety meetings are like the, the, the main ingredient of a good safety culture. And you just got to have safety meetings because if you're not scheduling time to talk about safety, no one's ever thinking about safety. I mean, these horrible people, they're just out there, you know, just just ripping and gripping, just trying to get shit done. And if you don't set down time to talk about safety, then safety never gets talked about. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know. Let's, let's jump in. And let me start by saying that, um, I don't know. I feel like these standing meetings, especially meetings that are kind of built upon the direction of leadership down through the organization, these thou shalt pause to talk about safety kind of meetings. They just feel very parent child and they just feel a lot like clutter. They just feel a lot like safety work. And the parent child thing, I think, does come from this idea that it's like it's usually rule driven like you got to do this or else so that's always kind of starting on the wrong foot in my opinion right I'm, i'm a big fan of kind of this voluntary kind of adoption approach of like if it's valuable people kind of naturally gravitate to it like you don't have to force people to do stuff if there's value in it usually right if if i'm we we dive in deep i talk about this with tools all the time where it's like you know if you have a tool and you have to force people to use a tool it's not the person's fault. The tool probably sucks. Like it's not super helpful. So that's probably question number one is maybe go out and talk to people that have to set through these meetings and see if they feel that they're valuable. See what they're getting out of them. That's always the first place that we go, right? When we're talking human and organizational performance, anything pretty much is we go straight to the heart of learning. Let's go out and listen to the folks, learn from the folks that actually have to sit on the receiving end of these meetings and kind of coming back to that parent-child thing, the way that a lot of these structures, the way that a lot of the words, words, the way that a lot of these meetings are typically structured is that we're going to get a bunch of folks together that do the work in a room. And we're going to sit there and tell them a bunch of stuff that they can't do. Right. They seem to be like rule reinforcement sessions. And I guess that is a traditional safety meeting It's like, I'm going to get you together and I'm going to tell you all the rules that we saw people breaking this week. And I'm going to tell you not to do that or else, or I'm going to write a bunch of new rules. And this is going to be the forum that I train you, train you like, like a dog, train you like a dog to obey, right. To roll over, to speak, to shake my hand. <laughs> And I'm going to do this in this meeting, right? This is the place where I've got your, your name captured. You signed in with your employee number, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it feels really negative right out of the gate. And 
again, I'm kind of rambling here just with my own thoughts, but I think you start by listening to the folks that have to sit in the meetings, some listening sessions, just some simple conversations like this doesn't have to be some big formal ordeal to go out and learn from folks that have to sit in these meetings or learn from folks that do anything else within your work world. Now, there is a couple options here, right? So again, starting with learning, let's start, let's start there. And then I think you craft your path forward with these safety meetings, right? I think that's the starting point. But if we want to throw a couple options out on the table to maybe experiment a little bit, maybe we just don't do them for a bit. Kind of see what happens. Oh God. Oh God. Scary. Stop doing safety stuff. That's going to be bad. That's oh my God. Oh my, nah, not really. Right. If, if we're starting with the kind of thought that, well, these things probably aren't super valuable anyways, let's like just press pause on them for like a couple of weeks and then listen. Let's see what people say. Like if you're getting the input, like, holy crap, where was the safety meeting last week? We've not had a safety meeting in two weeks. We won't. That's some pretty good evidence. Right. If you stop doing them and uh, everyone just seems to kind of chug right along and everybody's like, oh, thank God we're not doing this freaking safety meetings anymore. That That's some evidence, right? So that always is an option. Like you have the option to press pause on stuff. You actually have the option to stop doing safety stuff. Even if you've done it for a really long time, like you can press pause. Now, there is a problem here in that a lot of organizations have internal requirements um, stating that these meetings shall take place. And sometimes that's a bit of a burden to overcome. And you can't just say, I'm not complying because then you do get the or else thing, right? Sometimes the stick does come out <laughs> or you get branded as a leader that doesn't care about safety because they're not doing safety meetings. Can you believe it? Well, so you might have that, right? And you might have external requirements, you know, uh, um, compliance burdens that you have to meet with these certain meetings. So from what I usually come across is that we seem to be stuck with these meetings, at least for the foreseeable future, clutter or otherwise, no matter what we listen to or, or learn, right? We tend to be stuck with these things for a bit. So with that being said, uh, and with anything that is required that we discover to be ineffective to operational safety, I tend to skew towards making whatever that thing is that's a compliance burden, um, but is ineffective to operational safety. I, I tend to skew towards making that process as efficient as possible while keeping it focused on the most meaningful bits, only the most meaningful bits. So how do we get to compliance quickly, efficiently with minimal to hopefully no headache? How can we make that compliance burden there? How can we get that box checked from a compliance side of things? Because that is something we got to think about, right? We do, we do have to be in compliance, even with things that we know aren't super helpful. And then, so how do we get to compliance? And then how do we make it as meaningful as possible? So what I tend to suggest with these safety meetings in organizations that can't lose them or don't want to lose them, but they have operational intelligence telling them that they're pretty much useless. I tend to advise folks to strip them completely of talks about numbers, actions, all that kind of normal safety junk, right? So let's not talk about TRR. Let's not talk about this number or that number or number of behavior-based safety observations, or let's not talk about any of that kind of garbage. Let's just, let's just take that out immediately. Can you talk about like interesting events and interesting learnings? For sure. That's probably a great thing to maybe plug in there if it makes sense. But, 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 but <laughs> where these organizations tend to skew towards is using these meetings more as kind of listening sessions as maybe an employee forum to chat more about kind of these meaningful things, kind of have open conversations, open dialogues to voice concerns, to dissent and to debate. 
And I'm not saying it's a town hall, but maybe kind of think of it a little bit more like a town hall rather than a meeting where me, Mr. Leader or Mrs. Leader is going to get up in front of you and tell you all the stuff you can't do. Let's think about them more as an open conversation. Like if we're going to have to get this group of folks together, what's the most meaningful thing that we can do? And the answer is not me sit here and tell you all the shit you can't do. The better answer is probably me sit here and have a conversation with you to facilitate a conversation amongst this group to try to learn as much meaningful stuff as we possibly can in our 30 minutes or hour together or whatever our rules tell us we have to do. Right? That seems to be a bit more meaningful. So think conversation and connection over presentation and safety topics. And so I guess where I'm going to land with this one just right here is I don't think there's a really clean, great answer that I can just say, yes, do them. They're great. Or no, don't do them. They're horrible because I don't think either one of those are completely true. I think the first step in discovering your own answer is probably going out, not probably, it 100% is, is going out and listening to the folks that you are forcing to participate in these meetings and and asking them what would be valuable, finding out what would be valuable to them, what what they want to gain out of these meetings, because these meetings should be about them, right? It shouldn't be about minimizing the organization's anxiety, managerial anxiety up through the organization. It shouldn't be about just having another really visible something, you know, like a poster or a t-shirt that says we're safe. That's kind of how we've been using them. I'm like, well, we got everybody together. You know, we do five hours of safety meetings every single week. And uh, that means we're safe. And it clearly does not. <laughs> so listen to those folks, lean into the stuff that's meaningful and experiment. Try changing it up. There's a bazillion different ways you can approach these things. So there we go. No super clean answer. No super ABCD. That's how you fix it. You, you, if you've been listening for more than a minute, you know that's not what you're going to get. I'm sending you off on a mission. And if you are doing these things, go out and listen to the folks that you're making participate and see how they're working for you. See how maybe we can change them up a little bit. See how maybe we can actually focus on the stuff that's meaningful. That's all I've got. Until next time, Sam Goodwin, The Hop Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.